This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The Weekly Transit. Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host, Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. What's happening? What's happening, Ingrid? How are you? I'm doing good. Good, good. I woke up early. I went on a walk. I meditated with all my roommates. Yeah. I did like a guided meditation for everyone. That's awesome. So wait, let's let, let me set the whole scene here. So okay. you guys are like all sitting on the patio. Mm-hmm. It's you and and the three others, right? Yeah. And guiding them. So what does that even mean? You're putting in a thought. Are you talking during the meditation? Yeah. So last, when we did yesterday, I just said to like breathe in through your hands and feet and out through the top of your head, just to give them a little idea of how to focus instead Mm -hmm. of having all your thoughts. And then today's one, I, it was seven minutes and I figured I would talk for like the first minute to give them an idea of what to focus on. Cause I like guided meditations. I think sometimes they can be more powerful. You can start moving your energy and I don't know, all kinds of visions so what come were in. you guiding them on today? Um, today we were just moving the energy slowly through our whole body, starting at our feet, kind of stopping in each area, letting it turn on, mm-hmm. come out through the top of the head. And then we made like this light ball on top of our head that was kind of like those machines you put your hand on the electricity machines oh like the like the the sphere where you touch it and there's like little lightning bolts Uh that pop where your fingers go like that but kind of in reverse so you're pulling in all of this stuff from the universe Mm -hmm. and also envisioning that collecting all the pieces and parts of yourself that you may have left out in the ether collecting them back and then started breathing into the ball and making it bigger until it encompassed our whole body Mm. and then The meditation was over and it had been seven minutes and I was just thinking at the end, I'm like, okay, so there'll probably be like five more minutes and then the alarm went off. Wow. It flew by. And everyone was like, that was way shorter than yesterday. Yeah. How long do you meditate for? I never know. I know it's an alarm. I'll just put on some, I have like a little playlist Mm -hmm. and I'll just lay on the floor until I am done laying on the floor. (laughs) Yeah. But it can be longer, right? Like 30 minutes, an hour. Maybe 30 minutes, no, mm-hmm. not usually an hour, but I mean, sometimes it's just like three minutes. Like mm-hmm. when I'm just like, you know, I just need to do something real quick. Like I need to like collect my energy back to myself. I mean, I guess sometimes it could be an hour. Mm-hmm. I haven't been as avid with my practice lately, but when I was having like meltdowns, my go-to is like a really long meditation. Yeah. Get my crystals, my oils, my sage or whatever. Yes. And candles and just, yeah, all I need is the floor really. But those are all bonuses. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I love that you're doing this with your roommates and honing in the energy. 
Right? right? I love it. And yeah. so they came out with a new album they made and it's all kind of self-help spiritual, but kind of making fun of it. It's I like a comedy. It. It's so funny. But the writer is like very into the spirituality. So it's just extra, it's extra funny because it's very fitting, but the album is called Like Attracts Like. Like Attracts Like. Okay, cool. When does it come out? Um, I think in like three weeks. Okay, cool. It's really funny and it's also really good music. I'll have is that to play the video you. that I saw today? Is that going to be a part of it or no? Is that separate? Well, they have a music video for the, the song called Birth Time, which isn't out yet. And it's about astrology and trying to find someone's <laughs> it's birth hilarious. time. It's hilarious. I was crying, uh, laughing. It's, it's so really funny. It's really good. And then this one, there's one of the songs is called Bad Energy. I love like, it. I love it. Bad energy has the phrase in it, like it trikes like, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> Megan's hilarious. She is. She's such a She's good writer. She's a great writer. Mm-hmm. Great writer. Yeah. And then Chris brings in like the music part of it. And then Ed is the other guy that writes with them. And he kind of brings in, he's in the comedy world, uh-huh. but he also does music. So he kind of, you know, dabbles in both. It's really fun. And yeah, then the, so our other roommate, Jeremy, did all the mixing and mastering. So it's been really fun over here. Yes. So much creativity. Been having dance party after dance party, listening to those songs on repeat. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And then the birth time song, we're making a music video. And then Scott made the birth chart for this fake person in the video <laughs> that's featured in there. It's really, really fun. We'll have to share it. The video's hilarious. So there's been some celebrating this week for all their music stuff. I love it. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear all the other songs. I'll have to, I'll play them for you after this episode. Okay, cool. It's ridiculous. Cause like my face was hurting after watching (laughs) birth time or whatever. I mean, it's like the perfect audience for that birth time song is like, it's so funny. The video is hilarious. The song is amazing. The video is hilarious. The video takes it to the next level. Yeah. Megan is, she's a natural. She's a natural. She's she's always like, I'm not an actress or like a comedian. I'm like, maybe you don't like it, but you are. You actually are. Yeah, she is. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm just thinking about the moment where she tucks the Capricorn uh, necklace into her her top. And then the music that Chris put with it, it's like very epic where it's just like she's trying to hide that she's, yeah. Chris is a musical genius. He's, he's amazing. Yeah. He did the music for this podcast yes. and then your other podcast. Yep. But yes. that's what he's been doing since he was a kid. He's... Yeah. No, he's so talented. It's like amazing. Is there anything in Chris or Megan's chart, like Chris with music or Megan with her writing that is like telling in their astrological charts? Well... You can... I want to hear about the music part, but also we had an astrological intervention because there was some... uh energetic um mishap yeah some tension (laughs) with the group yeah with the band yeah it's really fun to help people understand how they can work together and so you know one key element that i look at is like what's your soul's purpose everyone wants to be wants to be operating within their soul's purpose because when you operate within your soul's purpose you feel good you feel you feel at peace and so yeah, you know, Megan, she was born with Mercury close to the sun. So that's why she's such a great communicator. Mm. Mercury is the planet of communication. Being close to the sun, that's bringing the vitality of the sun onto the planet of communication. So her communication 
is much clearer. She's much more connected to what's going on in her conscious mind Mm -hmm. and how to communicate it, how to shine light onto it so that other people understand what's going on in her conscious mind. She's very clear in that way. She was also a psychologist before, so she's like very in tune with how to also get other people to communicate and like Mm -hmm. helping them articulate what's happening. Yes. Well, her moon's in the sixth house which is associated with the sixth sign, which is Virgo. And so that is analyzing, Mm. analyzing in the emotions. Can it also be grounding? Yeah, grounding. Well, and she's a Capricorn too, so she, and and a Taurus rising. So she's super grounded. Chris, for music, his Mars and his Venus are in close contact with each other. So that's the planet of action and the planet, that rules the senses and his Venus is in really close contact with his Mercury. So Mercury is the planet of communication and coordination and Venus is the planet that rules the senses. So Chris can feel something within him that he likes and then communicate and coordinate it. He's a master musician, guitar, drums, keys, all that stuff. So he feels something within him and then is able to coordinate it through the music. And Venus is one of the planets that that I see as representing music too, because Venus is the planet that rules Libra. So Libra is the sign that's represented by the scales. The scales represent harmony. So Chris's Venus is in Libra. So it's in a position of power. His senses are in a position of power to create harmony, musical harmony. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you can totally see it. Yeah. This is how astrology works in, in our everyday lives and the way that we communicate with each other and our personal projects, our achievements, our ambitions, our soul's purpose. It's all so tied together. When you get a reading, you get like all these little extra pieces to work with, to understand yourself and the people around you. It's so cool. It's learning your cheat code. It is. That's what it is. Understanding your cheat code. Some people have resistance to like oh, astrology isn't real. And I'm like, okay, well, have you ever had a reading? Because that shit will blow your mind open, (laughs) wide open. Yes. It's just like, you're able to really just see into people's, their psychological baggage, their inner working, their past, their present, their future, and give them these little tips in a way that you can receive it to where uh, there was like almost an argument happening this morning. And I was just cry laughing the whole time because it's just like so (laughs) ridiculous. It's so all of us just you don't know that much about the situation and you're able to come in and just like basically tell everyone all of their quirks and craziness and like magical qualities. And it's just so fun to be like, Oh, how do I work with this information to achieve results with the people that are in my personal circle? Absolutely. I love doing that. I love coming in and blowing people's minds. And then he loves, (laughs) he loves a good conflict. Like Scott's like, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. And I will like, I can help. I know it. Yes, absolutely. Chris didn't want to reach out. And even this morning I was like, Oh, should we talk to Scott about that shitty thing? And he was like, no. Yeah. And in the end he was so grateful and present and like, Holy shit, you're right. Like, this is what I need to work on. This is why I'm on this planet. And like, I have to work through this or I'm just going to keep happening to me. Absolutely. That's the key right there. It's like you come into a conflict and the instinct is to fight or flight rather than really figure out what is going on here and how you can work through this in a positive way. You don't have to blow it up and you don't have to take your ball and go home. You can actually 
recognize that you have deep feelings with regards to the situation. And that's why you're feeling so much fear and anxiety around it because you feel it slipping away from you, but you don't feel like it's working in a way that you want it to. So you're feeling very frustrated. So the step is honoring how much you care. And once you honor how much you care, then you can be more respectful to yourself in the situation. And if you're being more respectful to yourself, then you can be more respectful to the other people that are involved. And also a lot of it comes down to taking responsibility for your part in the situation. That's, oh, I'm so glad you said that. Yes. Yeah. It's just like a lot of the times we perpetuate an issue by not communicating and we take it out on the other person, but we never gave them the opportunity to know that there was a problem in the first place. Yeah. And if we can articulate it in the right way, in a way that someone's going to receive it, well, then that's the opportunity for, for real change to happen. If we express it in a not so great way, it can just end up exploding. So it's, yeah, knowing yourself, understanding the other person, trying to bring some sort of like balance to the communication mm-hmm. to where you can get out what you need to, and they can also receive it. Yes. That's so important. Everything you said is so on point. One of Scott's like best qualities is coming into some sort of shit storm and being able to sort it out. And then, then everyone in the end is like laughing and also like their hearts are exploding because they can move past something they thought they could not conquer at all. It's just like, I quit. There's been so many times just in my relationships in the last year where I'm like, I fucking quit. I fucking quit. No, I'm like deleting this person. I can't, I can't hold this much pain. I can't communicate about it. I'm going to opt out. And Scott's there to be like, okay, well, do you really want to opt out or are your feelings just hurt as fuck? Yes. Well, you're just hurting. So this is how you pull yourself together. This is what you should say. And like, be honest and grounded. And then you never know, maybe you'll get exactly what you want. That's it. That's it. It's like magic. It's like this recipe. Nobody teaches us this. We're raised by our, by our parents and they're all fucked up. They don't have any tools. And then we're, <laughs> we get to be grown ups and we're like, why don't we have any tools? It's like, okay, well, we went to school for 12 years to learn how to add. Great. Could someone please <laughs> teach me how to communicate with the people I'm close to or in business with so I can not just yes, <laughs> ruin my life exactly. over not knowing how to communicate? Blowing up your life. I like to think I was already a good communicator, but apparently not. <laughs> Well, you can be a great communicator, but you can always get better. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be challenges that are going to push you. They're going to push you to that next level of a new, new type of conflict coming in. Because every time you move up to the next level, you're like sewing up a stitch deep down below an area where you were wounded. What were you going to say? The other day I was having a meltdown. I called Scott, obviously, (laughs) and my friend Dave. My go-to for an emotional tune-up. And one of the first things my friend Dave said is like, oh, like you're really good at health and like general wellness stuff, but you're not great at relationships, Ingrid. Mm. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, I've known you forever. Like you've had a lot of toxic relationships and your childhood was super fucked up. Of course you're not well equipped. Like how did you learn about food? You like read food blogs all the time. You eat all the time. You're friends with people who are into food. He's like, where did you learn that? I'm like, well, I learned it from my family. He's like, well, of course you're good at it. And you learned horrible relationships from your family too. Mm. Like he's like, my level for dysfunction in a relationship is like a two on a Mm. one scale of one to 10. He's like, Ingrid, yours is a 15. So you have to know that about yourself and you need to make time and space to heal those things. So when I first discovered yoga, when I was like in my early twenties, I had like this crazy revolution of my life where I just was able to get 
a real grip because it was spiraling out of control. And I realized I had control over the way that I felt and the things that happened around me. And I couldn't control everything, but I can control my reaction to the situation. And that was like life changing. Mm. And then like that mindfulness practice really helped my relationships with my parents and my sister and leaving some really toxic relationship. And that was like a big stepping stone for me. And then I was like, oh, I'm like fixed, you know, now I'm fixed because I (laughs) have some tools. And then this just in meeting Scott and doing this podcast and this last year of like all of these relationships falling apart and kind of being stitched back together. Astrology has been like this next step of learning how to level up my communication game and my relationships. It's amazing. Oh my God. I love it. Me too. Yes. <laughs> no, it's so much fun. This morning was exhilarating coming <laughs> over here. I I love nothing more than than walking into a a toxic conflicting situation between people where they're angry at each other and it feels like there's no hope and then helping them recognize a way out. But it's work. But it's also confronting the deepest darkest parts of you that you don't want to fucking see. You don't want to be told that you can fix it, that you have maybe you're part of the problem. That's the big thing. Yeah. Scott's always there to reflect things and be like, yeah, Ingrid, you're upset, but how did you contribute to the problem that you're in? You're part of it. You're always part of what's happening around you. You're not just a victim. Absolutely. No, you had something to do with it. Doesn't mean that you need to beat yourself up about it, Mm -hmm. but you need to recognize how you can be better. In the situation. I do that all the time in, in my own personal relationships. You know, how I can be a better communicator, a better listener, how I can be more patient with people. Am I being antagonistic in some way? If so, <laughs> where is that coming from? What's going on in me? Maybe it's just that I'm hungry, you know, <laughs> or I'm tired. Oh man, you know? if I'm it's hungry, just, that is, it's over for me if I'm hungry. Yeah, I can be super annoying. And so... I've had to learn that a lot of that comes from either not getting enough sleep, not eating, or it stems from something in my childhood where I wasn't recognized in some way that I wanted to be recognized by my parents, my elders, my teachers. And when I feel that experience happening again in my adulthood, I revert back to child scott yeah i mean it's like a habit we learned over time that's like the pavlov's bell rings and then the dogs salivate it's the same thing it's like oh we have this little trigger in our life and then we react emotionally every time because we haven't been trained in any other way that's just how we grew up and then you can retrain yourself you just yes. have to be mindful the more you practice it shit will actually change you can rewire your brain and you can change the way you react to situations you will see those those changes in your life, in your relationships, and in your every day. Yes. Yes. Change how you react. I'm learning to go with the flow. I had kind of a retrograde still moment <laughs> uh, today, actually. <laughs> I feel so... I didn't get mad at myself, but I felt embarrassed because somebody had emailed me and said, hey, I wanted to sign up for your new moon, full moon class, but I went to the page and there's no link to sign up. And I went there and there is no button. Uh, For whatever reason, I didn't put a storage thing in there. You know, it's like just doing things rushed, not checking my work. So all these people have been going to that webpage and it says, click here below. 
and there's nothing to oh, click man. on. So, <laughs> but in the past, I would get so angry at myself about something like that, but I just, you know, owned it. Okay, I did that. It's not the end of the world. So I think part of it starts with, with how you're treating yourself, how you're speaking to yourself. How do you communicate with yourself? And with all this energy right now in Pisces, where last week Venus moved into Pisces, two weeks ago the sun moved into Pisces, it's really creating a great opportunity for us to look deep within ourselves at some of those uncomfortable places, or as Ingrid says, uncomfy places, <laughs> and and really hold ourselves in a compassionate sense, being compassionate and loving to ourselves. And when you do that, then you can be compassionate to others. But this is a time where we really are feeling a lot more from the people around us. Wow, that's... And for sure happening. You're feeling it. Yeah. I was just had like a really emotional, it was a couple of days ago, but I had like a really hard emotional breakdown. And one of my friends who's actually a Pisces, Crystal's a Pisces, yeah, right? Yes. Yes. Um, she was so amazing at holding space for me. She's a deeply compassionate human being. And, and that's the beauty of the Pisces people. They can hold emotional space. And it makes you feel seen when someone can like witness you at your worst and just be like, yeah, I like, I feel that too. Absolutely. Like I'm a big crier and nobody really gets it. And I'm always like the only one crying, whether it's like happy or sad. I cry. I cried on my Instagram live today. Really? Yes. Oh, you cried in the kitchen today too. I did. You're (laughs) right. I cried twice today. Twice today I've cried. It's that Pisces. It's the Pisces moon. So... Yeah, no, I appreciate the tears and you're right when when you can shed tears and be around people that see that in you and then love you because of your tears, you you feel seen, you feel received, you feel like whole in a sense, you know, it's like you feel comforted. I don't know maybe what the right adjective is, but I think it's just being seen, being recognized. I, I used to feel really embarrassed about it. I swear I used to like pinch myself. So I would like mm. not cry. Mm. And like when I was younger, I would be like, I just want to get my tear ducts. I wish I could get them out. No. Yeah. I, no. Remember, I remember thinking that as a child. Oh my God. See, you're a cancer moon. I'm a Pisces moon. We're water moons. We cry. <laughs> you know, that's it. If I, I'll, I cry when I'm happy. I cry when I'm sad. <laughs> okay. Wait, Jeremy is a Pisces. Yeah. And he said that he thought that people who cried at movies were faking it because <laughs> he like never cries. Well, he's a Gemini moon. So his emotions are in the air sign. Oh, you know, air. So he's more intellectualizing his emotions than feeling them in his body. He's more thinking about his emotions, but he is really good at holding space and not making me feel judged. Well, he's a Pisces like crystal so he can hold space but he's not going to get weepy emotional because his moon is in gemini and gemini's an air sign so if it gets uncomfy he just jumps to the next thought (laughs) you know to move away from the the heaviness of whatever feeling he has in the moment but as a pisces that's why you know, he's worked so well in this house is because he can be very compassionate. He understands 
what everyone is feeling so he can be gentle, you know, or be appropriate with everybody in their own way. Yeah, he was very like seamless. Seamless. I love that. You know, I mean, just think of the think of the fish, you know, there's no seams in the water. They go wherever they want. But Crystal is very opposite. She gets along with everyone, but she's also very fiery. Well, she's an Aries rising. Okay. The she's ram. an Aries rising. And that's the funny thing about her and Jeremy. Jeremy is a Libra rising, which is air. That's the scales. It's about balance, harmony, grace, you know, keeping everything level. Whereas Crystal's the ram. <laughs> it's like, what'd you say to me? No. Uh, you know, it's like she's ready to throw down. <laughs> but at the same time she's very compassionate and she's very emotional too because she has a water moon she's the scorpio moon i think these are my like first two really close friends that are pisces wow and it's a good fit for me it's a great i'm like very very close with both of them great fit for you I love you hanging out with Pisces. Well, water. Okay, so it's the like the water and earth. I'm a Virgo, exactly. which is exactly. So water gives... What water is nurtures the earth, and earth gives water form. I love that. So you give them structure, and they nurture you. They help soften you. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Wow, we got a lot of astrology happening just in our i know well this is how you really figure it out is by seeing it in the people around you that's how i've gotten to like learn about it so much just besides doing the podcast is you know i'm always talking to you about whatever's happening in my like little bubble over here Mm -hmm. yeah you can see how the planets and stars have shaped the people around you and when you're talking about the people in your house or the people in your bubble and understanding them understanding their astrological code again with the sun and venus and pisces this allows you to be more sensitive to the people around you feeling what is going on with them you're feeling their feelings and understanding their astrological codes gives you a better opportunity to integrate the root of those feelings with regards to each of these individuals. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This week is one of those weeks looking ahead and we're looking at the week of March 1st to the 7th. This is one of those weeks where I say this a lot, but we're all given gifts and challenges. The challenges are there to inspire you to open up the gifts. The gifts are there to help you work on the challenges. This is one of those weeks where I feel like there's a lot of gifts. This is this is one of those weeks where there might be an easy flow, uh, especially if you're a water or earth sign. I'm really excited because I swear to God, you have never said this. <laughs> it's going to be an easy week filled with gifts. Yeah, I don't want to jinx. I don't want to jinx it. But for those those out there that have key astrological points in Gemini or Sagittarius, this could be a challenging period. No, I have one of those. You're Gemini rising, exactly. (laughs) So that's what happens with the, the mutable energy of air, Gemini, fire, Sagittarius, and water, Pisces. Water and air don't mix. Water extinguishes fire. So this is, this is what happens. But you know, overall, just with the sun and Venus now moving into into Pisces, because we had that period where there was like 
five, six planets in Aquarius, like during the new moon in Aquarius, there was six planets there. That's intense. Now, finally, Venus and the sun have moved out of Aquarius into Pisces. So it's balancing the board a little more. But if you feel like this is a week where things are flowing, don't get complacent. Gifts have to be opened. So there's going to be a challenge there. Well, if there's no challenge, you still want to open the gift. The challenge is, oh. the challenge is not getting complacent, not getting lazy, not just sitting around and saying, you know what, things are kind of chill right now. Because the more you do that, the more you're setting yourself up for stress once the planets move into more tense alignments. So March 1st, Monday, March 1st, we're looking at the moon, the planet of emotions in Libra, the sign of relationships, aligning with Jupiter, the planet of expansion in Aquarius, the sign of community. So Libra and Aquarius are both air signs. This creates a trine. A trine is a very easy flow of a relationship between heavenly bodies, planetary forces. It's like you have a clear path, but you need to move down that path. So the emotions in the sign of relationships. Exactly. Aligning with Jupiter. The planet of expansion in the community. Yes, exactly. So expanding our relationships in the community can bring about being fulfilled emotionally in our relationships. Absolutely. You nailed it, Ingrid. You summed that up so perfectly. So the question is, how would you like to expand the expression of your emotions within the community? By expressing yourself, Mm. reaching out, connecting. Yes, I love it. Thank you, Ingrid. Tuesday, March 2nd, Mercury. The planet of communication. In Aquarius. The sign of the community. Aligns with the North Node. Our soul's purpose. In Gemini. Communication. Exactly. So you have the planet of communication in the sign of the community, connecting with the soul's purpose in the sign of communication. So it's our soul's purpose to communicate to the people in our community? Yeah. What makes you a great communicator in your community? What are you doing to be a great communicator in your community? I think it just starts with leading by example. If you're starting the line of communication, then it invites others to do the same. If you're listening and asking questions, then other people are going to do the same for you and it creates like a healthy, healthy communication in the community. Exactly. I love that. Starting the conversation. Let's start the conversation. Let's talk to our neighbors. Let's talk to the people wherever you go during your daily life. And I think especially right now, I think we touched on this last week, but that communication, that like Gemini energy, we want to be communicating with all the people in our community, not just like our tiny bubble, like people that don't agree with us being able to still have those conversations and ask them questions and holding space so we can all get along better. Gemini's curiosity. So if you're talking to the same five people every day, you're not being curious. Like you already know what's going on with them. So it's it's about talking to some people that you don't know, asking them how their day's going. What's new in your life? What's life like for you? Yeah, or reaching out to like old friends, people who aren't go. like in your everyday. Totally. Connecting with people that you haven't spoken to in a while. I like that. Wednesday, March 3rd, 
So we had the two trines, the air-air connections on Monday, Tuesday, and on Wednesday, we have a sextile, which is what occurs when you have two astrological points in two different signs of two different elements that are complementary. So this is a water and earth connection between Venus. The planet of relationships. Yes, in Pisces. The sign of intuition. Intuition, yeah, absolutely. And Uranus. The planet of revolution. In the sign of Taurus. Financial stability. Yes. So financial stability in... Relationships. But a revolution of the financial stability. I'm thinking like relationship fantasy (laughs) and financial independence. Like think of your relationships, imagine them, dream about them. What's your fantasy for your relationship, whether it be a friend, a lover, a business partner, and think of the financial independence that you are enjoying in that relationship. Well, that seems very counterintuitive. How so? Having financial independence of the people that you're not independent of? Well, you can be independent in a relationship. You're not being micromanaged by your partner. Mm, Your partner trusts you with what you're doing with the money. I see. You trust them with what they're doing with the money. So just having autonomy, even if there is that connection financially. I love that. Autonomy. Absolutely. How can you be compassionate in your relationships and innovative with your finances? I, like you said, trusting that your partner's making good decisions. Maybe they want to upgrade your gear in your business, or maybe they want some new furniture for the house. Being compassionate and understanding maybe you aren't ready for that, but that's something that fulfills them emotionally. They want new furniture for the house because that makes them feel good. And then if they feel good, then you feel good. Yes. Yeah. I mean, always on the flip side, like making sure you're communicating your needs. Yes. Maybe you want that new piece of gear, that new piece of furniture, and you've been avoiding it because maybe, you know, the other person's a little more fiscally conservative. Right on. Expressing how it fulfills you emotionally and why it's important. I love that. Now there's a second alignment or not alignment, but key planetary movement on Wednesday, March 3rd. Mars. The god of war Uh moves into Gemini today. Communication? Yes. So so then if someone expresses that they want to do something independent financially, it might create some tension. There might be some fighting words. Yeah. I mean, that totally makes sense. I mean, that's, I guess that is expected, but also maybe just reminding yourself, regardless of what side you're on, to be compassionate of the other party. Right on. Of course, you don't always want to compromise, but sometimes you have to compromise to have balance in the relationship. Absolutely. But I want people to also think, how can you put your words into action? Mm. Because Gemini is the sign of communication. Mars is the planet of action. Mars is going to be in Gemini until April 23rd. So from March 3rd to April 23rd, it's really about putting your words into action. So don't make this conflict for nothing. You want that new chair. You want that new like camera for your business. Buy it. Make it happen. Don't just have an argument about it. What's the point of bringing it up if you're not going to just do it? Right. Then what happens if they don't like it? Well, I don't know. You have a fight. (laughs) Yeah. And that's okay. (laughs) I think independence is telling the partner, I want to let you know I'm buying the chair. The partner says, I don't want you to buy the chair. You say, well, I'm just telling you, I'm not asking you. And the partner says, 
fair enough. You have the independence to do that. I don't like you doing that idea, but at the same time, I'm not going to stop you because you have the independence to do that. I wish we could all be like that all the time. It makes so much, it sounds so simple when you say it. I know, why, right? the, why the fuck are you going to tell someone what they can and cannot do? I mean, can we just say, I don't like that idea. I think that's a terrible idea, but it's your choice. Yeah. You know, like it's okay. Yeah. We can't agree on everything. And you know, the thing is, is, is you let somebody do that. And the next thing you know, the other person is like, you know what? get out of my chair. You didn't even want me to buy that chair. You're like, yeah, but it's really comfortable. I'm glad you bought that chair. (laughs) Now I want to sit in the chair. (laughs) And we all need a good chair. Oh my God. We do. I am so uncomfortable. What is happening over here with this chair? I'm just like, Ingrid, you you look very uncomfy. I have changed positions like 75 times. You should have used the couch. Well, I went on a walk and I wore these like little slip-on shoes and I think it maybe hurt my back. So maybe it's not the chair. You're going to need to do some stretches. Do some yoga stretches after this. I'm about to while we're while we're recording. While we're recording. I've honestly been thinking about <laughs> Get it. Get you one of those Madonna headsets. What is that? Where, oh where my God. Like the microphone's right there. So funny. And you can just do yoga while we're recording. I love this idea. <laughs> Thursday, March 4th. Mercury again conjunction jupiter so mercury and jupiter meet up in aquarius so communication and expansion expanding your communication in the community damn yes that seems like the theme of the week what big innovative ideas would you like to share with your community so i'm just thinking about monday the moon in libra connecting to jupiter in aquarius and then tuesday Mercury in Aquarius connecting to the North Node in Gemini, that sets it up for starting the conversation, getting people talking together, and then by the time we get to Thursday, now you're ready to really share whatever big ideas that you received through the conversations that you had with other people in the community. It's like a collaborative effort now. Absolutely. I love that. Friday, March 5th, the sun. We haven't talked about the sun this week. The sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality in Pisces, the sign of intuition and the unconscious dreams, aligns with the North Node, the soul's purpose in Gemini, the sign of communication. So when I think of Pisces and the sun moving through Pisces, it's like we talked about at the top. It's bringing up all the level of the intuition which is causing us to feel more of what what we're feeling around us, the people around us and what they're feeling. We're feeling it more. That's raising our intuition, but it's creating greater compassion. But then how do you communicate your compassion? How do you communicate it without being too glib, but but at the same time also not being too heavy? What do you mean by glib? Does that mean like short? Like kind of making fun. Or making a joke maybe out of something. You know, there's a tendency that when things get a little too heavy, Mm -hmm. someone might try to make a joke to lighten the mood. And so this is the conflict today. This is one of the stressful alignments of the week where the sun in Pisces, which is that real heavy feeling, aligns with the North Node in Gemini, which is the lighter feeling. So it's also connecting the unconscious which is pisces to gemini which is the conscious so sometimes 
connecting the unconscious to the conscious can can create it's like a struggle between the heavy and the light yeah how do you express something heavy without it being too heavy right but then how do you express it not too heavy and not doing it too light where you offend somebody where they think mm. you're making fun of something that is actually really serious to them. That could be like a conflict for me because I feel like all the heavy stuff I end up laughing about and maybe today is not the day for laughing about it. If someone else is expressing something that is like really heavy for them, that maybe we really need to tap into that intuition and read the room. Sometimes it is nice to make a joke and make it light and make fun of ourselves for whatever fucked up shit is happening. And other times it's not the right moment. So just reading the room and using that intuition to to be sensitive to what everybody is going through. Yes. Not make light of a really dark situation when it's inappropriate. I love that. Read the room. Trust your intuition. Really feel it out. If it's appropriate to, to lighten it up or if it's more appropriate to just sit in the heavy. Yeah. And I understand why you, when things are heavy, you make the joke because you're a Gemini rising. So when you are uncomfortable... When you're around people you don't know or situations where you're uncomfortable, places where you're unfamiliar, you're trying to keep it light. And I mean, even like I met up with Benjamin and we talked the first time we talked, somehow I ended up crying. We were talking about the most fucked up shit, but also I was like crying while I was laughing. (laughs) That's your Gemini rising in your cancer moon. It was so funny. I'm just like, I feel like that's just somehow my go to. I always end up talking about the heaviest things. But also like laughing about it. It's just, it's yeah, it's very mm. definitely part of my nature. But I feel like I can also sit in the, the discomfort. Absolutely. When it's appropriate. Yes. I feel like when you feel safe enough, mm-hmm. that's when you, you will show your emotions. Wow. And I love that you brought up Benjamin because I just want to thank you again for all the help that you gave him and you and Chris. And it's just such a turnaround. We mentioned last week how... You did a, a a modeling shoot and the film was underexposed and it was a total disaster. Yeah. And then we pulled it together or you guys did. Yeah. We ended um, up reshooting cause it just, it didn't work out the way he wanted it to. It just wasn't, wasn't going to happen. And he was pretty bummed. Oh my God. Yeah. That's himself. an understatement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was devastated. And so, you know, I, I, I was moved by the reaction that I heard that Benjamin had from the whole experience after it was done. And I'm just so excited to see um, what he creates because he's just such an amazing artist and filmmaker and, and just incredibly talented and just a wonderful human being. I don't think it would have went that way if you wouldn't have talked to him about you said something in his chart was like, you should be working on like a team. You should be more collaborative and exactly. trying to do it all alone. Exactly. It's the, again, a back to the North node. His North node is in Libra. You know, he needs to be asking for help, accepting help and, and he did. asking other people what they think. And he, he took your advice Yes, and yeah, we were all like rewarded with just like this amazing day. <laughs> oh my God, man, I'm getting emotional again, you know, but it just makes me so happy to see when you can show somebody their cheat code. This is how you're supposed to be living life. And he got it too. He understood, but he had to hit that low point in order to, to truly let it sink in. Oh my God. That's so amazing. It's like, sometimes we really forget like the most fucked up 
uncomfortable, just awfulness that can happen, just whether it's a mistake or like, a you know, getting fired from a job or a relationship not working out, whatever the thing is, there was this meltdown and you're like, I can't believe this happened. This is awful. This is my worst nightmare. But if you have the tools to like move on and see like how you got there and what you should be doing instead, pointing your energy in a different direction, just like the possibilities are endless when you can actually learn from those, those hardships that we go through. They absolutely are. The possibilities are limitless. You it's beyond your imagination. You're on a path. And if you're, if you're focusing your energy in your South node, then it's like being lost in a forest. There is no path. You're stuck in a bush. You have nowhere to go. You might even be in quicksand and you're sinking. But if you, if you're spending your energy in your North node, the path opens up so wide that like, you know, you can do cartwheels and somersaults all the way down and it's easy street. It's like you are in your, on, on like the, the yellow brick road or something, you know, it's like, it's like a magic, a magic path. Yeah. That's kind of been my obsession lately is like the North and South node. Originally, I just had only really grasped what the, the sun, moon and rising were, but I guess my go-to things I like to find out about people are, I guess the sun sign, but I honestly kind of care about that way less. I like hearing about the moon sign, Mm -hmm. your emotions, yeah, and then your north and south node, what your soul's purpose is, and then what you already came here good at and what you kind of need to let go of a little bit and focus on your real purpose here, what you need to learn. Because I've seen an amazing transition in you this last year from following your north node, from speaking up for yourself being direct with people, being straightforward, being courageous. Every time you do, it's like, oh, that's all I had to do. It's you know? so fucking weird. <laughs> I'm just like, that's literally, that's all I had to do. Like it was, there was a couple moments where it took like all of my being to actually say something really uncomfortable and it still sucked. Yeah. But after those few initial times of like learning the lesson of like opening up, I'm like, well, it was really awful. But the next time it got easier and easier. And then I had something today and it just came out seconds after the issue happened. I just like said what I needed to say and I wasn't overly emotional or mean or like aggressive. I was just like, okay, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I need. And everyone was like, oh, okay. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) I have to tell Scott this immediately because this was so stupid. It was like nothing even happened. That's I just had to practice a few times and now I'm good at it. Okay. Yes. Yes. And it really is just about that practice. It's like when you first start something, it fucking sucks. And when we think about communicating and shifting relationships, it gets so fucking scary. We're going to lose people or like we're going to cause a fight and we're never going to recover. But the people that aren't supposed to be in your life are going to fall away. Mm -hmm. The people that respect you and love you, there's going to be a conflict and you're going to work through it. So Mm -hmm. you have to open your mouth. And yeah, for you, there wasn't even a conflict. No, there wasn't. Because you were following your North Node. That's what happens when you fall when you follow your North Node. Suddenly, life just gets a lot easier. I'm loving it. <laughs> yes, we'll go on to Saturday. But I just want to say because the podcast that Sharon and I are doing, like these public figures, celebrities that died prematurely, premature deaths, so many that we've recorded, I'm seeing they weren't following their North Node. They were following their South Node. And so life was very difficult, very stressful. And it almost ultimately led to their death, though, when they exactly in this like weird roundabout way. It's like if when we don't follow our soul's purpose, shit gets really fucking hard. Mm -hmm. And I mean, not to get too out there, but like 
when our life ends here on earth, that doesn't mean we still don't need to learn that lesson. Yep. We think that like sometimes we can opt out of this life. Like it's going to be easier if I were dead. No, it's fucking not because you didn't get to learn your lesson. It's easier to learn your lessons here on earth, even if it's uncomfortable. If we can sit with that discomfort, shit can change overnight. Like if you're thinking about killing yourself, how about you just stick around and see what happens? (laughs) Because there's so much here. And even though, I mean, I just had like the worst year of my life. And even like this week, I had like one of the worst days ever. And it's like in 24 hours, everything can shift. It's like sometimes you need that super low point so you can make a change in your life. And sometimes that just feels like absolute shit. Absolutely. No, I think it's great that you bring that up. You know, we were talking about mental health last week and mental health is a big issue with all the Pisces energy where you're feeling so much around you and you don't know how to deal with it when you feel the suffering of another and you want to escape from it, that means that there's something about their suffering that you're hiding from within yourself. So you need to delve into that. But but going back to what you were saying specifically, Ingrid, about just holding on to the next day or so on and so forth, it's all ebb and flow. And the planets are always wanting you to succeed. The planets are guiding you, reminding you, nudging you, pushing you and grinding on you if need be to get you living in your soul's purpose, your North Node. So if you are struggling, it just means that you're spending your energy in your South Node. So what you need to do is redirect it to your North Node. And when you do, suddenly life will become a lot easier. How you do that is first you have to understand the meaning of your south and north node. Once you understand what that is, it should be very clear and simple. Not necessarily in in doing the action, but simple in understanding. The action takes practice, like you said, Ingrid. It takes practice just like going to yoga every day or meditating every day or working out or eating right or whatever it may be. It's a practice, but you will see instantaneous results by following your North Node, because the planets will encourage you to follow the North Node. They're going to be like, oh, wow, this person's figuring it out. We're going to make it a little easier on them. And also, like when you find out your North Node, a lot of the times it's something that you would never want to do. It's very unnatural for you. And the whole point is you're here to learn a lesson. And if you're not learning the lesson and like getting better, then like, what is the point? It's like you have to go through that discomfort of like breaking through. And once you do, yeah, everything, like you said, it just starts to open up. It's like you you were saying, we're here to learn a lesson. And I see it in the astrological code. Some people following the North Node, you're like, wow, this this looks hard. This is this is challenging. It's it is counterintuitive for them. For other people, you're like, wow, this is easy for them. They they totally get it. Interesting. Um, but I think the ones where it's hard, I think of that as like you didn't learn in the last life or the life before the life before it. So the thing is, is it continues to get harder and harder and harder until you just make that change, make that change. That's all they're trying to tell you to do. It's just like, just shift, just go a different direction. We're, we're making this hard on you right here because you keep going the wrong direction. Please turn around and go the other way. Wow. Okay. So I had this vision. It was like a couple years ago now. And it came in like a meditation. I did not follow the vision in the meditation. I like initially did. And then I kind of like softened up. And then I had this same vision. My life was kind of in the same place. I had this vision a couple of weeks ago. No, maybe a couple months ago now. And it was basically like my spirit guides or whoever is over there 
on the other side giving me some intel. They like threw me on the ground and they were like really violent. Basically, you didn't fucking listen. You didn't listen the first time. And now look what happened. Yep. Now look how you feel. Yep. You should have listened the first time. Exactly. Those are two of like the most very clear visions where I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. And I felt very real. I was like, damn it. I didn't fucking listen. I didn't. And now I am in the same position and life just got really fucking hard Mm -hmm. because I wasn't, I wasn't paying attention to the signs. I wasn't listening. So yeah, listening, I think part of that is like knowing what your North Node is and actually taking action on it. Yes. Because that shit was not fun. No, it's not meant to be. It's meant to get you going the other way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If things are not working and they're hard and you're just like, why? Maybe it's time to make a big change. Yes. Whether it's a relationship or a job or, you know, any, any, any big thing that just feels like it's like a roadblock of some sort. It's really the way that you're living your life how you are doing relationships. I mean, Mm. maybe it's a wrong relationship, but maybe it's the way that you are being in the relationship. Oh my God. If you just shift your energy in the relationship, then the relationship changes. You don't have to change the relationship. The relationship changes when you change. So it all depends, you know, it it all depends on, on the circumstance and, and I'd have to look at, you know, each individual's astrological code. It's, hard for me to make a blanket statement but but i um, do love that i love no it really isn't it's not about the relationship or the job it's like how you are in that space how you are communicating what you are doing how you are living affects everything around you yes and really like we want to make an impact the biggest impact we can make is like changing how we are in our relationships you get like instant results change your relationship with yourself Be more compassionate with yourself to bring up Pisces again. You know, how are you speaking to yourself? What's going on in your unconscious? What's going on in your present life? And how does that, how does that reflect your previous life, your childhood, your adolescence? How does it reflect it? What is similar? Go back down to the root, to the root, to the first time you had a similar experience to this and show your younger self compassion. Show your younger self compassion. Be there for your younger self in a way that nobody else was. That's that's what this energy is with Pisces. And on Saturday, March 6th, this is a challenge because the moon is now in Sagittarius. Sagittarius is the truth teller, the blunt speaker. So it's aligning with Neptune the planetary ruler of Pisces in Pisces. So the planet of compassion in the sign of compassion and intuition. But that's also the cloudy planet. It's the cloudy planet. So moving slow. Yes, moving slow. It's like one wants to be very direct. Imagine shooting an arrow in the fog. (laughs) How do you hit your target? Very deliberately. I mean, can you see it even? I don't know. know, Maybe not. You might have to get closer to it. So... So this is the quandary. How can you communicate your emotions honestly while still being compassionate? I mean, I think slowing down, not not being too rash, not jumping to conclusions, not not blaming the other person, sitting with your feelings, using that Pisces energy, like sitting with what the fuck is happening in your mind and in your spirit and in your past, like where do all these emotions come from before you just spit them out onto somebody else? Exactly. (laughs) All of this shit came from somewhere, somewhere in our past. So yeah, sitting with the discomfort before we open our mouths to communicate. Exactly. 
It's like you might be angry at somebody for a certain scenario that involves you and this other person. But just like what we were talking about earlier today, one of the people is like kept bringing up mom and dad. Mm -hmm. So the anger is really not so much about the person that the other person says they're angry at and more to do with the person's anger towards their parents and they're projecting that onto the other person. I bring this up like every episode, but this woman, Bobby Jones, I do trauma therapy with her. Mm -hmm. She does something called havening in this somatic trauma therapy. And it's like you find a root emotion and then she asks you to bring up like every time you felt that emotion. And I, like one of my things was like anger. And I was just like, fuck, I have so many memories where I was this angry. Yes. This is crazy. I didn't, I didn't even remember that I had this much. Like, of course I'm freaking out over this one thing here because... I've been burying my anger my entire life, and then it only comes out here and there when something triggers it. And what did that do? What did that do for you? Just some powerful shit, and all of it has to do with going into your psyche and looking at all that past baggage and acknowledging it. Exactly. It has to be done. Going back in your past and, like, extracting all those little, like, small seeds of, like, other issues that contributed to that feeling you have today. Yes. Yes. Wow. I love it. Sunday, March 7th, the moon in Capricorn aligns with Uranus in Taurus. This is another trine, an Earth-Earth connection, so another easy flow. So it's like after you've burned everything down with the moon in Sagittarius, now you're ready to rebuild it with the moon in Capricorn, and it connects with Uranus. So the planet of the unexpected in the sign of finance and security, material security. Capricorn, which we haven't even talked about in this episode, is the sign that represents authority, achievement, ambition. So how can you express your emotions to secure your financial independence and claim your personal authority? Talking about your your goals, your ambitions, your achievements. I mean, you can speak something into existence. You have to communicate about what it is that you want. Yeah. So you can make it happen. Yes. Maybe that's a good time for like a business meeting or. Yeah, I think of it as if you're able to be emotionally honest and compassionate with whoever you're emotionally tied to, which is Saturday's energy on Sunday, you've now cleared the space to really build something. Now that we're like emotionally connected, we can like build on that and start pushing towards our career ambitions now that we're connected emotionally. Exactly. It's like, you know where I stand now. I know where you stand now. We've accepted each other. Now we can build something together. Business partners have to trust each other. There has to be some sort of basis for building a business or a life or something together. Right. And yeah, that previous day and like the whole previous week is kind of setting you up for communicating in your community so you can build something together and once you've built that trust emotional trust you can start building some financial financial building blocks yes so i hope you and all of our listeners are able to take advantage and myself too (laughs) of this energy this week i hope it's smooth for everyone but productive as well anytime you guys want to share your thoughts your inspirations, your experience of the weekly transit, feel free to email. Love hearing all the comments. 
Yeah, we like to hear how you're working with the energy. Absolutely. One of the girls from the 6 a.m. Meow Meow, meow podcast. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. She sent me some like voice notes. She's so sweet. And I just like love hearing about her life and her how she works with the energy. It's really, really fun. Mm, yeah. I mean, I, I get messages all the time, like on Instagram and people email me. We really appreciate all the feedback, all the support, all the encouragement. And... We love having this conversation. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. Transit, 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 transit.